You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, Crowley, great job with that. This is the Fly the W670 podcast, Season 2, Episode 66. Cubs take two of three from the Brewers. They ended the Brewers' winning streak. So with that said, Crowley, let's take a look at the standings. It was The Cubs were able to get one game because they took two out of three. So the Cubs are now three games behind the Brewers. And so that has got to be, you know, like I said, for Cub fans and, and just kind of watching the schedule and all this stuff, um, you know, the three games, the Cubs still, again, like I said, if they keep winning series, they're going to end up, I'm sorry, four games back. They are four games back. And so as long as you keep winning series, you're going to be in this one, and, and and you still have a chance to win the Central. No, well, the Cubs are three games back now, Crowley. Three games back. It's three My games problem. back. Yep. So as we kind of take a look here, Cincinnati is six games back, Pittsburgh 15, and St. Louis 17. And then when we look at the wild card right here, the Cubs are half a game uh, back of the they're, – they're three and a half games back from Philadelphia. They're half a game up on Arizona, who has been hot eight and two – and then San Francisco, I they're playing the Reds. I don't know if we got a final. They lost. Yet. They lost. San Francisco lost. Right. So I think right now the Cubs are two up in the wild card on both the Reds and the Giants. Wow. So we're 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 taking a look, and th- this is again we're talking about six teams in here that are kind of all fighting for this wild card spot. Uh, San Diego is definitely falling off at the edge here, but they are yeah. So Cincinnati and say uh, the Giants are one point five back of the Cubs. Of okay. a playoff spot, so two totals. So they're both two games back. And then Miami's three games back, and San Diego is falling away from this one pretty quick. But Miami, three in their seven in their last ten. Now, very, you know, listen, and they've got a bunch of games coming up, right? They, they've got 11 games coming up, Reds, Giants, and Diamondbacks. I think there's about 29 or 30 games left in the entire season. Yeah, when, you, when you're looking at the Cubs schedule for September, they couldn't have booked this any better. You're talking Reds, San Fran, Arizona, the only one that doesn't matter is Colorado and Pitt, and then they got Arizona again. Right, Arizona twice, and then the final game, the final series is up past North of the Cheddar Curtain up at the Brewers. Right, so this Last is going to be three a games wild of one. the year. Uh huh. So we did have some news. Jeff Passan broke yeah, the news on this? Tuesday. Yeah. The yeah. Angels put starter Lucas Giolito, relievers Matt Moore and Reynaldo Lopez, and outfielders Hunter Renfro and Randall Grichuk on waivers in a huge salary dump to get under the luxury tax. Guess they're not re-signing Shohei Otani. Then Ken Rosenthal <laughs> announces the following player on the way. Or, sa- or they're saving up to sign him, Crowley. One or the other. Maybe. Yankee outfielder Harrison Bader. Mets starting pitcher Carlos Carrasco. White Sox pitcher Mike Clevenger. And Tigers starting pitcher Jose Cisnero are all on waivers. So, Dustin, teams that claim the players will need to pay their salaries for the rest of the season. That's not a big deal. But claims are awarded in reverse order of winning percentage. So that means that 19 other teams would have to pass 
on these guys before the Cubs get an opportunity. Now, because of the wild card standings that we talked about, this really actually hurts the Cubs because Miami, Cincinnati, San Francisco, Arizona, all would be able to pick one of these guys up on waivers before the Cubs would have a chance to. And there's some pitchers and relievers there that you wouldn't mind having for a month. Right. You know, the guy that the guy that really intrigues me the most is Ronaldo Lopez, to be honest with you. The other guy that we talked about this morning is that the uh, Cubs might be interested in Carlos Carrasco because uh, the Cubs uh, general manager uh, has a lot of uh, background with him. Yeah. Carter Hawkins back when he was with mm-hmm. the Guardians. So I would right. say I'm with you as far as, as you know, the, out of all those names, Ronaldo Lopez is the one that I would want to get. But it's going to be interesting because yeah, all, you know, we'll see, we'll see what up. happens there. All right. So we know Jose Quas went on the bereavement list. That's fine. Anthony K's up. Probably not any big deal there. Uh, but we did find out that Stroman is doing a little bit of activity, still dealing with the uh, uh, injury to his rib cage, the car- rib cartilage. Michael Fulmer. Now that's a guy that's been doing really well. His, it seems like he's burnt out a little bit. So I think they're hoping to just give him a little bit of time off, let him get back up and running. But what can you tell us about uh, Nick Birdie, Brad Boxberger? Yeah, just on Fulmer, that was the same injury that Justin Steele had, if you remember that. Okay. And so they believe he's going to be ready September 8th um, when he's eligible to come off the IL. Um, Nick Birdie was diagnosed with right ulnar nerve irritation. So after a second rehab start, he needed to take a break. He was cleared to play light catch today. Boxberger was at Wrigley on Monday to check in with the team. He'll make his next rehab start tonight for the AAA Iowa Cubs. But Dustin, I, I saw this nugget, and, and for those of people in the social media know, uh, Cubs reporter Arizona Phil. He kind of <laughs> Arizona Phil is a legend in certain circles. He's a sage, so to speak, and he's kind of keeps himself mysterious. People don't know who he is. But he theorized, and he's very accurate on a lot of stuff, that when the Cubs add one pitcher and one position player, it's going to be Brad Boxberger on the first. No shock there. But then I'm thinking to myself, well, is it going to be PCA? Is it going to be Alexander Canario who's having a great time in Iowa? He said P.J. Higgins. Dustin, how frustrated would you be if P.J. Higgins is the guy they call when they expand the rosters? On that, doesn't, that, doesn't, that doesn't make much sense unless there's a rule that I don't know about that they can't. I mean, if, if unfortunately the Cubs were hit with an injury, a catcher, are they not allowed to go back down there? They're not like, okay, after these call-ups, the rosters are frozen. Are they? No, no, no. No, then, then have- why, why in the world? Again, if the Cubs were in a position where they were 10 games up right now, okay? If they were 10 games up and they were on absolute cruise control and you wanted to give Jan Gomes a little breather, okay, then I could understand it. But right now they are not in that situation. I'm happy that they're in a position to be playing in October, but they are not in a cruise control position. Basically every game is a playoff game. So I, that doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. Well, we're going to wait and see. So I'm just going to put a little mark on this one here. But as you know, the Cubs got a just a real quick uh, little taste of home here. Now they're back on the road. The Cubs played the Reds. Four big games against the Reds, Crowley. Yeah. You remember they played in the first weekend of April, and one of the games got rained out. That's getting made up this weekend. So you got four games in three days. So we got a day off tomorrow. Everyone gets a day off tomorrow. And then a lot of baseball Friday, Saturday, Sunday. The Cubs were swept by the Reds at the end of May, which started a 12-game winning streak for Cincinnati. But the last time the Cubs faced the Reds was the end of July, early August. Cubs took three of four games at Wrigley. Stroman lost game one of the series, giving up six runs in three innings. That was his last start before going on the IL. 
Uh, they fought back, but they lost six to five. Then the Cubs and Justin Steele took game two. Remember this one, 20 to nine over yeah. Ben Lively. They made that poor kid eat so many runs in that game. Dansby hit two homers, Bellinger, Talkman, Horner, Wisdom, and Amaya all homered. Then the Cubs followed that one up with a 16 to six win as the Cubs hit five more home runs. And then they took game four, five to three, as Jamison Tyone had a decent start, going up five innings and giving up two runs. But, Dustin, the Reds were very quiet during the trade deadline, especially considering that they're in the playoff race. They sent hard-throwing pitcher prospect Joe Boyle to the Oakland A's for lefty reliever Stan Bowl, but that's it. A lot of them thought they would add starting pitching, and now I'm starting to see articles ever since the Angels put those guys on waiver that the Reds might still try to do that. But they are heading home tonight after playing 13 straight games, 11 of those, Dustin, on the West Coast. They lost two out of three to the Giants. They won today. But on Tuesday night, they were one out away from being no hit by Alex Cobb. Yeah, and how about Alex Cobb? What, 100 and, uh, 133 pitches in that one? That's that, It just scares the Jesus out of me. I, you know, I just still have, I have a PTSD from 2003. All right, so let's talk about the starting pitching in this one, Crowley, okay? Um, they got a doubleheader on Friday. We know that Jordan Wicks is going to throw in one of these two games. That, yeah, that we, we know for sure. Right. Do we know game one or game two? I don't think we know that for sure. We don't know game one or game two. We know that we know one of the Cubs starters and one of the Red starters. So the Cubs are going to go with Jordan Wicks in one of the two games. Uh, you know, he made his major league debut and he absolutely was just phenomenal. He has a 1.80 ERA. He went six, five innings, gave up two hits, one earned run, and one walk. I think it was a leadoff home run that he gave up, remember? And then all of a sudden, he just absolutely absolutely settled down as a leadoff home run to Cabrian Hayes, I want to say. So who's, so, so who's starting the other game? What do you think? Is this an opener? Is it um, – they got the day off. Uh, Jameson Tyone's not going until Sunday probably. Um, who who do you think it is? Is it Hayden Wisniewski as an opener? I would, is yeah, it, I, I would go with Wisniewski. That would be who I would see them going with. And, and in that case, do you think you go Wicks game one and see how it goes and then go Wesniski game two, or are you open with Wisniewski? You know, I, 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 you know, it's really interesting. I you think don't want to burn to... up your bullpen, right? I mean, we don't know how Jordan, we, we hope Jordan Wicks is going to be good in game number two, right? But we right. don't know. And if you're worried, like if they get to him quick, if you got to empty out the bullpen and then you're going to bring in Wesniski, he's not exactly stretched out. I think that, you know, in, in a situation like that, there'd be a guy who would have to eat innings, you know, that you'd have a guy, a position pitcher, you know, probably Jan Gomes or someone. Oh, I, I, I would well, just Tucker say Barnhart's that, gone. Tucker Barnhart's gone. So right. Right. So I just think in all reality, I think I would go with Jordan Wicks first. I think the, there'd be less crowd, you know what I mean? And kind of yep. just have kind of used to it. Yep. Yeah. All right. So Jordan Wicks game one, Hayden Wisniewski game two is what we're going to suggest that's, that's to, a uh, guess that's, that's, that's a what we're going to guess. suggest that's what we're going to suggest <laughs> now the reds we know are going to start graham ashcroft in one of the games we don't know which one yeah. uh he's seven and eight with a 473 era he um went 6.2 innings had a great game but got a no decision last time out he gave, went seven hits gave up two earned runs one walk against the angels he won that game seven innings pitch gave up three earned runs on five hits with 10 k's dustin and then against cleveland on 815 he got the loss. He went seven innings. He only gave up three runs. So Graham Ashcroft is one of their best starters. So that's yep, going to be one of the better ones they've got. And then uh, it'll be a good matchup. And we don't know who's going game two, so we can just skip that. We'll just call that game one, game two, plural, I guess, right. at this point. So game number three, that'll be Saturday. Javier Assad against a, a lefty named Andrew Abbott. 
Yeah, we, 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 you know, we, Assad has just been one of those great stories here, three and two with the 296 ERA. Last game against Pittsburgh, he went seven innings, gave up one run on three hits with seven Ks. Before that, against Detroit, uh, he got a no decision, 5.1 innings, gave up only two earned runs on five hits. And against the White Sox, he went, uh, he got the no decision, but went six innings and gave up two earned runs. So he has been very stingy with the ERA as of late. Yes, he has. And uh, what can you tell everybody about Andrew Abbott? Uh, Mr. Andrew Abbott. When you talk about Abbott, you're looking at a guy right there who is 24 years old. He's a lefty. So that makes me a little nervous because the Cubs have not been doing well against lefties. He's eight and four with a 335 ERA. He started 16 games this season um, against San Francisco. He only went 3.1 innings and he got the loss. He gave up uh, three runs on five hits. He struck out six and walked three. So that pitch count got elevated real quick against the LA angels. He went four innings, gave up three earned runs five and five hits. And against Cleveland, he went five innings and gave up two runs on six hits. So with Abbott, it's going to be kind of interesting to see uh, what they get there. He was called up from AAA on June 5th. So he's a young guy and he's kind of just making his way through the league. All right. Game four, Jamison Tyone. This guy's got to step up. So Dustin, you can't sit there and say, oh, we need Jordan Wicks and uh, Justin Steele and, and, and uh, Assad and Hendricks to carry the load. This this guy has got to be part of this here. Tyone has got to be part of it if the Cubs want to win the division. Um, and again, that start on, on Monday night when I was there just was not impressive. He's seven and nine with a 562 ERA against Milwaukee. We know he went six innings and gave up four earned runs all in the first inning, nine hits. I mean, he had six strikeouts to no walks, so that's good. Against Detroit, he didn't get a decision. 5.2 innings, gave up four earned runs on four hits. That was a grand slam. He had no hitter going into the sixth inning, and then all of a sudden it all fell apart. And then against KC, he got the loss. He went six innings and gave up six hits and only two earned runs. So that was a really good start, but he got saddled with the loss. Yeah. All right, Crowley. Let's talk about uh, the hot and the not, shall we? Uh, Cubs hot and not. We uh, – know that uh, Ian Happ has had a nice series coming off uh, the Pittsburgh series. He played well back at home against the Brewers. Yep. When we take a look at hot right now, you're taking a look at Ian Happ. Ian Happ is nine for his last 27, two home runs, seven RBIs. He's not striking out a lot. He's, he's slashing 333, 419, and 704. Also just playing phenomenal ball, both you know hitting and fielding. Nico Horner. Nico, has, wow. What a glove. Seven hits in his last 22 at-bats. He scored six runs, one RBI, one walk on two Ks, slashing 316, 400, 409, and 809. So Dansby Swanson hits the not list, and he uh, has been struggling at the plate. The strikeouts continue to mount, and he's had a couple of uh, miscues in the field. And what was that today? It was almost like a – I know you're a baseball guy, but do you remember Dennis Savard? It was like the spinorama there at, uh, at shortstop and just barely beat the guy – to the bag. I had to hold my breath again there. <laughs> he, yeah, he's, you know, he, I don't know. He, I know he doesn't like days off, but maybe just maybe he's five for his last 27, zero home runs, two RBIs, nine strikeouts to three walks. He is slashing Dustin 185, 258, 185. So just, just like I said, I was shocked when council again, he's had a really good year overall, nothing against the guy, big picture, but now it's, uh, it is playoff time, so he really needs to step up. Mike Talkman not having great 
times at the plate, still doing a pretty decent job in the field, but I don't want them to get away from him. I don't, he, he gets a day off every now and again. Let, let's focus now, Crowley, because we, you, I won't say we, you, this podcast has really been giving Cub fans a great idea of who you have to watch out for with the opposition. So who's the hottest guy on the Reds right now? And it might not be the name that you would guess. Right. So, you know, the Reds have kind of been struggling a little bit lately. The, the hitting has not been there, but the one guy that really has been hitting former Cub Crystal Lake native Nick Martini is seven for his last 20 with two home runs and six RBIs slashing 350, 409, 700. So pretty impressive. The other guy that you want to look at is first baseman Christian Encarnacion Strand. He's seven for his last 25 with one home runs, four RBIs but he is prone to the strikeout. He has 11 strikeouts to one walk in his last seven games, but he is slashing 280, 333, and 520. All right, don't worry about the knots for them. Uh, it's most of the team. <laughs> what's going on, though, with their prized uh, third baseman? How's he been doing? Uh, if you're talking about Ellie De La Cruz, yes. he was almost on the cold list, I, but they have so many guys on the cold list. Um, <laughs> but he is cold as well. Four for his last 29 with one RBI. 12 strikeouts to two walks. They got a young team. And so that's the thing is these guys are going to get in ruts. They're going to, we saw it with morale. We've seen it with young guys before with, uh, you know, with God, you know, so many guys, you know, the first baseman that they had up for a while that, that all of a sudden you just start struggling. So uh, Ellie is slashing one third, Matt Mervis as well as on my brain there. Uh, Ellie Del Cruz is slashing 138, 194, 207. So no home runs, one RBI. So, you know, just do me a favor and don't walk that guy because he is literally lightning in a bottle. He has yeah. two stolen bases. Just don't do that. Make right. him hit. Prediction time, your favorite four-game series, but this one is uh, Mother Nature part of the reason, and we don't know the starting pitchers in uh, one of the two games on Friday. Um, I'll go first, Crowley. I'll give you some time to think. I think the Cubs can get away with going 2-2. Two and two. I, I think they'll be okay going 2-2 two and two in this in this part of the schedule. You know, Tyon scares me. I don't know what we're going to get from Jordan Wicks in game number two. I don't know who's starting one of the two games on Friday night. Um, I'll take my chances with Javier Assad. I like the fact that you just said basically the entire Reds lineup is cold. Uh, I'm going to be careful. I'm going to say two out of two, wishful thinking three out of four. I'm going to say three out of four just because, right. Dustin, just to, just to mix it up. But I, I'm i trying to wish that into existence. But like you said, there are so many unknowns that two and two is the safe bet. Yeah, but I'm saying the Cubs need to win. A lot of questions. Yeah, a lot of questions this one. All right, that's a wrap, Crowley. Don't forget to listen, download, review, and subscribe to the Fly the W podcast. Follow us on the socials, Fly the W on Facebook. Of course, on Instagram, you can email Crowley and I, flythew670gmail.com. And you can watch us on YouTube by subscribing to the 670 The Score YouTube channel. Crowley, have a great uh, holiday weekend. I'm guessing you're going to be uh, north of the Cheddar Curtain and uh, going around in your boat with your uh, Cubs uh, sleeveless shirt on. And uh, enjoy that. And we'll uh, we'll get back together early next week. No promises right now with the holiday. But uh, Monday, the Cubs are going to welcome the Giants into Wrigley Field. So hopefully they're uh, coming back to Wrigley on a high note. This is, this is playoff time, like you've been saying, and, and we need everyone to put that out. So Nico has to turn his volume up to 20. Go Cubs! <laughs>